0: Hello, and we are back after a gap of almost a month, right? Yep.
1: Hello, 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 we are back. <laughs> I'm repeating your words, but okay. Okay, yeah.
0: So it, it took us surprisingly long this time to come back, but I think we come back with a lot of updates, a lot of exciting stuff that we did in this time. Yes,
1: and we had pretty bad work schedules for both of us, I guess.
0: I Yes, absolutely, that is true. So for... that
1: is the kind of... Excuse you want to make on this episode <laughs> at the beginning of this episode.
0: Right, right. I, I mean, it's not an excuse, really. Both of us were pretty flooded.
1: Yes. So, how have you been? I have been good. I. Why aren't you saying great? Because you bought a car. Oh yes. I that, that <laughs> was... Congratulations again, but Okay.
0: Okay. Thank <laughs> you. I I finally for for no apparent use at all. <laughs> actually, for the
1: last. At least 5-6 episodes, we both have been talking that I need a car. I need a car and yet I'm still stuck with my Lamborghini, which has only 44 horsepower, 48 horsepower, something like that. 44 when new. <laughs> yes, I I don't even think it, it's got a bla- bad clutch. And yes. I think usable, I just have got what, what, 3. <laughs> three I mean, horsepower. So, so,
0: so let's be honest, you have to make a choice between using AC or having a passenger.
1: And goddamn! So this guy, I'm talking to my audience here. Uh, he had to buy the car. I had to take him to the showroom, and we both are hundred kg plus, well above hundred kgs. And <laughs> my three horsepower car was barely, st- barely moving, barely, barely moving, moving, struggling to move. Yeah. So but we now eventually decided to roll down the windows. You now have a Skoda Slavia, yes, and we are using just your car for every goddamn thing. <laughs>
0: Absolutely. So at least we have our ride sorted when we have to move together and in the horrible summer when we are not necessarily willing to use the motorcycle. Yes. So that's some upgrade.
1: Let's start with the car. How have you been finding it? Slavia is a pretty brand new product on the market. So so, uh, I I think... What, what, What made you choose the car above everything else which so is available. I, I think
0: I think I made a lot of out of character choices when I picked this car okay uh, so you obviously know I was looking to buy the Polo GTTSI yes because obviously it's a nice fun 1 litre turbocharged engine yeah and it's a tiny fairly light car so reasonably quick as well
1: we have got a lot of reasons to like
0: that car yeah absolutely it's a brilliant car uh, but yeah. then uh, what happened when I visited my parents uh, over the last holidays which was holy hmm. uh, I floated the idea that I might be looking to buy a car so they obviously started to chime in
1: their own own likes and dislikes right their, their, their own choices yeah
0: even though <laughs> even though my parents live like uh, 150 180 kilometers away and they have their own car
1: let me stop you and ask uh, did they say you guys need a SUV a crossover suv
0: yes yes so they they said suv i said crossover but yeah they they were they uh, tried to nudge me in that direction and
1: what was your the the, the reaction to it How i strongly i
0: strongly protested against it that either i'm buying a hatchback or right. i'm buying a sedan i'm not buying a crossover because see sedans are dying anyway yeah i mean let's be honest sedans are not going to continue when the ic engines won't right right they, they won't make it to the ev generation of vehicles right And I don't see the point in buying a crossover. I mean, I see the point in buying a proper SUV. Hmm. You can have some fun. You can take it off-road. You compromise on the road dynamics, obviously, to a fair degree. Right. Uh, But at least there is something else you gain. With crossovers, you gain nothing. It's just looks. You gain extra weight. And we don't even like the looks. You gain extra weight. Hmm. And you don't even have any practical advantages. I mean, honestly, like slavia is based on the same jesse same platform as the kushak right
1: if you're talking that was my next question so <sighs> although you already gave the reasons why you chose the slavia over
0: kushak right because I, I mean even if you want to talk practicality this has a boot which can fit literally the two of us <laughs>
1: <laughs> and two of us <laughs> so that that's a something. lot of volumetric yeah and design. it is lighter
0: than its crossover counterpart although i i admit it is still heavier than the hatchback i was looking to buy in the very first place you're talking about the polo yes the polo mm. uh, but then my mom insisted she liked the look of this car so i was like okay I, i'm gonna shell out a bit more
1: did you keep i20 n line in your consideration <laughs> you, did you, you
0: know p- i did you know i did yeah but i'm for uh, for the sake of this right. episode i'm so, gonna ask you all these questions right so so i actually considered that for uh, Whole of one and a half day. <laughs> <laughs> then I I called up the Hyundai dealer mm. uh, and now shouted at them. I didn't <laughs> I didn't I spoke very nicely. And no I have you did you so did. <laughs> I know, I've I've got screenshots to prove otherwise that you didn't shout. I I, I what you did you got
1: reasons to shout. I was excessively nice to
0: the salesperson who called me. I I sent the details he required, but then he was being intrusive. He was being an absolute moron, asking about, asking like way too personal shit, even just to send a car for test ride. Hmm. I mean, like they they were asking how much money I make. They were asking what what position I'm in and what company I work at. I I mean, this is irrelevant.
1: Why do they even need that? Like the Skoda guy we went to, um, like I was impressed by him. He was, yeah. he was very professional, thoroughly imp- like professional, and uh, I mean, I, even I, though I, even though
0: slightly, I would say sly when it comes to uh, trying to push the the costlier uh, parts right? But that that is ev- the right. job of every salesperson, right, right? Right. Right. But apart from that, I mean, every car we asked for a test ride, he offered. Even though we were not looking at GoShark, we very clearly mentioned that he offered that for test ride. True. Then sent another unit. Then sent another model entirely which was like 2x my budget right so and the best thing is he didn't pester you
1: by calling con- yes continuously, absolutely right? absolutely
0: i mean i i said i'll reach out to you when i decide to buy he actually waited for that right and didn't actually bother me uh, by
1: with, okay like, beyond the uh, dealership experience so hmm. i think you test drove the i20 n line for it, you even no. I I I
0: didn't test uh, test drove it recently. I, I I drove it earlier, but that was the so the problem with i twenty n line is there is no manual available. I mean, okay. Hyundai is claiming they are making it for the enthusiasts. Right, right. So, uh, but the problem is there is no manual available. Hmm. So the only options you have are like those uh, automated clutch manuals which they call I think IMT. Okay. Which is a clutchless manual right. and the DCT. Right. Now DCT, I understand, could be an enthusiast
1: choice, but like even I know that the DCT in the i20 N line is not an enthusiast right. transmission. Right. Right. I'm, I'm just it, saying. It, in theory, in theory, in it theory. theory, it is. Uh-huh. But it doesn't shift like a, a DCT.
0: Right. Uh, and it doesn't really allow aggressive downshifts. It doesn't right. really allow.
1: Uh, so the, the whole point of having a DCT is lost.
0: Right. Yes. So could have very well been a uh, torque converter.
1: Hmm. But let, let me like claim that I, I didn't drive the RA I-20 N line. Right, right. I don't know. Uh-huh. These are all the things that I've heard from you and from other friends. Right. So anyway, so the the, the moment
0: the sales guy decided yeah. I was not worthy of buying, a, I, I mean, that's what he did. <laughs> that's what he did. So, I did. I gave him three different time slots over two different days right. uh, to actually send the test ride unit. So Hyundai... I mean, if anyone is hearing this, if any of the Hyundai peer people are listening this, you guys are absolute bunch of morons.
1: Oh, I mean, strong like, words.
0: I mean, it, honestly, yeah, the, the, yeah, yeah. it was a horrible experience. I'm calling oh. a dealership for a test ride unit. That's right. and, and the dealership, you know the dealership is like literally one kilometer away from my place. Mm.
1: I think they're... Uh, 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 because I, they, they're dealing they're being with... Hardly, compl- and they, are, are they being complacent because of how... Full their order books are is, Yes is that Yes absolutely That is that is the
0: reason But my point is you, you I think very similar Sorry sorry,
1: sorry to like uh, Cut you in But I think uh, it's, it's a very similar experience When you go to a Tata dealership Yes Absolutely Absolutely I didn't go to a Tata dealership I have been there twice And yeah. <laughs> Both times I think it was a horrid experience I will say horrid Because uh, there, there were A couple of cars That I wanted to drive And none of them were available and i
0: think your friend was looking to buy their most like most Harrier. expensive model yes yeah, yeah, yeah. at that point it was the most expensive model until safari showed up but uh, same right, yeah. same price bracket same right. window well, by then safari was already there yeah. but, but i mean uh, marginal difference right right, marginal right difference. i mean for a car uh, for a company that is selling like 10 11 lakh ticket size at yeah. uh, 25 and, lakh and car and is the still they were
1: dealing with uh, the customers was also not very exp- like good. Exactly. I think again they are very getting very complacent. Obviously, Tata is doing very well in terms of sales, but uh, it doesn't take time to go the other, which, other way around. Which
0: right? actually is what is happening for Maruti Suzuki right, right now. Right, right, right. Because they, they, their market share is constantly dropping. Uh, and yet, their dealers are complacent. Right. They don't really give a shit if you want to buy a car from them or not. They
1: they are quite proud that we've got this long a backlog. And I think we both have friends who have bought Tata recently, and a couple of them have not been very happy with the product. Um, it's, so it's both the it's, yeah, case. Yeah, you were saying. Yeah,
0: something. so I, I, I agree with what you're saying, uh, but I think that has been the case with uh, friends who bought their costlier products. And not their cheaper products because I know people. By cheaper, you mean uh, Altros and Nexon. So I or, or Tiago. In fact, people are very happy with the Tiago and Tigor. I
1: am not. Uh, I'm not aware of anybody who bought a Tigor or a Tiago. But uh, I have friends who have bought a Nexon. Right. Uh, and also an EV in my family. I told. You, right. Right. Yes. They are very happy with the EV. But uh, a couple of my friends who have bought uh, the Nexon normal petrol the one. Petrol engine.
0: Too, I they have had
1: about. problems. Okay. They have not had, had problems and some of the dealerships, they have not been pretty good. Right. So uh, maybe, maybe. Uh,
0: so a, a, a contributor here could also be the fact that people in my social circles who have bought the Nexon, the petrol engines, hmm. they don't really give a shit.
1: <laughs> okay. I mean,
0: they, they just needed a tool and they got a tool. Right. And it is serving fine for them. Plus, uh, some of them have bought the... Um, I would say more toned down, less electronic loaded versions okay. uh, in order to get early deliveries, which a lot of these companies are introducing right now.
1: Right, right, right. Anyway, let's get back to Slavia. So,
0: I'm actually enjoying the engine more than I expected. Hmm. Um, I thought that like a one liter turbocharged engine would be like a leg festival. <laughs> <laughs>
1: leg festival? Lag. Okay. Lag yes, lag. The, lag. The turbo
0: lag. Okay, <laughs> okay. So one liter engine, and but it,
1: but you got it will be automatic. Yeah. So the the torque I mean, converter. You
0: and I both test test drove the the manual on this engine, and both of us had the same opinion that there's a initial lag when the car is loaded. Right. Right. But the automatic actually manages to mask it quite well. Yes, absolutely. Plus plus you've got a pedal, so you just. So do I, I, do I on drove the,
1: the same engine uh, with a manual gearbox in the Polo, right? Yes, And yes. as well uh, in the Slavia as well, and uh, pretty similar experience, right? True. Obviously, the, the, the engines are the same, right? And yeah. gearbox, you don't have a TC or anything like yeah, that. Yeah. Plus, plus, I, I I would like to add when we uh,
0: test drove the Slavia first, it was you, me, and two other people in the car, so Four it was people. already two. P- it was loaded more than what fi- uh, five people in the car would load it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Legit. <laughs> so, yeah. So, manual was obviously out of the equation. Partly also because uh, maybe a couple of years down the line when I decide to upgrade, maybe my dad will use this car. Yeah. So, that's why I strictly wanted to stick to a uh, an automatic right. and not a manual. But uh, I, I think the automatic does a job of masking yeah, the turbo like quite there well. Is,
1: what I found was there is a light and day i'll say light and day difference between the manual and yes absolutely automatic i won't uh want to have a manual there but want don't want to live with it I, I think this i think we discussed earlier as well that the manuals are going
0: away even more because we are, we are moving to smaller yeah. turbocharged engines yeah, which yeah. behave like actually
1: tiny engines especially in the lower if, you, if you get stuck in traffic very frequently right. then the manual even makes less sense
0: Also, one more advantage of the automatic I realized is I find it easier to maintain speed limits. (laughs) I mean, it is much, much, much easier to do 50 kilometers per hour in a 50 kilometers per hour speed limit Mm. uh, on an automatic compared to uh, the manual I drive regularly, which is my father's uh, Ford Figo Aspire, which is a smaller engine, lesser power. Right. But still, because you have a tendency to keep going up through the gears as you're progressing. Right. And... To drive at 50, you have to be in second and third all the time, which is irritating on a manual.
1: Right. But you are also using the cruise control to extensively just to just to avoid know, speeding, tickets. <laughs> speeding tickets.
0: Right. I uh, can't really help you. I can't really help you. If the, if the tech is there, plus I do not, I absolutely do not like to play, pay uh, speeding tickets. I've already paid a lot of taxes buying the car. Yeah. So, not really interested in doing that. Last
1: Sunday, we, we met up with a lot of our friends and they were all all discussing about the same topic. <laughs> right, yes.
0: Everyone was uh, tired of paying uh, the speeding tickets. So, yes, automatic, I think, helps there. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, but, of course, this uh, being a, a more recent Skoda, there are a couple of things that I dislike. Like? Like, it is not... Like, Skoda or Volkswagen, you typically associate, like, built like a tank. Right. It misses that feeling. Yes. I'm not necessarily saying it is, uh, I would say, very lightly built. I mean, compared to the uh, Japanese and the Koreans, it is still significantly better. Right. But that feeling of shutting a Volkswagen door or shutting a Skoda door, which, like, would, would give a strong, heavy, right. low-frequency thud.
1: It, it looks... Pretty big, yes. Although a friend of ours, he's—I won't call him a friend—he <laughs> he found the car small. I don't know why, but <laughs> <laughs> the car is pretty big. But somehow there is—you you can see the cost cutting. Yeah, especially and, with the plastics inside, I was not very happy. There. Right,
0: right, yes. So that is there. And another thing that is irking me is the air condition controls. So basically there are no physical knobs and I think we have spoken extensively about this on the podcast, right. like how much they irritate me and it is quite ironic that I went out and bought a car that doesn't have any physical knobs.
1: <clears throat> but you don't have options, right? Yeah, that is the problem. There are no
0: options and I mean, like cars are getting ridiculously costly. The price segment, this is crossing into now, i would obviously not discuss the price, you can just look it up. But... Point is, that is not the money you paid for a, uh, a sort of a budget entry level sedan, true. But that's what it is. That's what it is right now and hmm. these are like getting ridiculously costly, but overall I'm, I'm happy with the engine, I'm happy with the gearbox. I actually quite like the steering, how it feels, but it is on the lighter side hmm. to I think keep the masses happy, Right which is again bit it of dated. It is way too light for to my light liking. For, yes, same here. Till same till, same till what? Fifty kilometers per till hour. Till sixty almost. 60 yes, km. and by that point you are already violating couple of speed limits in couple of areas. Right. <laughs> so uh, yes, that's that. Uh, but apart from that, I'm I'm actually quite pleased with the purchase. The seats are pretty nice. It yes. it literally took me ten seconds to find a comfortable driving position. Right. I I don't think it took you much longer yeah, yeah. either to find ergonomically.
1: I found everything like absolutely almost, as you almost it to be. perfect, except for the dead pedal. Jet pedal
0: so uh, i i realized later because you're shorter than me hmm. uh you actually had to move your seat a bit uh forward right right and at that point actually yes the see, uh, the red pedal gets i a just bit find uncomfortable. the
1: center console uh, somehow intrudes in into inside, the 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 left leg space. In the, into the left leg so yeah. my my like leg wasn't properly you know, yeah but up. but that problem was
0: i mean yeah i agree that the, that problem is there it just wasn't um, as as apparent or as pronounced for uh, me because be, I, could be. could I, I, well I be. keep my seat almost like four or five inches back uh, from where you do But I,
1: But I am like the absolute average. Yeah, average. yeah. You're pretty much. So you have to consider the average
0: of buyers and then the average of buyers of a particular segment. But right, yeah, right. I mean, you are slightly above average actually. But that, that's what it is like. Right, yes. So you, I'm, you are I'm an anomaly here. <laughs> <laughs> at, at, 60, at least in India, yes. I am an anomaly. But I'm I'm glad to report that I did not find uh, any trouble finding a comfortable driving spot. So I'm
1: happy with that. I was very impressed uh, with the kind of space there is inside the cabin. With the Kushak and as well as... Because they are pretty much the same car. Same same car, right. Uh, There is... With you sitting in the front seat almost all the way back there was no, enough no no it's not almost all the way back but yes for my, pretty much that's why i said
0: like, i'm, pretty I'm pretty much. 6'3 so comfortable driving position for me and i could sit in the rear seat with right, the seat right. set for my height front so, seat set for my height so that's that was very impressed with that yeah so that's something uh plus also the the engine sound is starting to grow on me uh, in the test drive car i actually found okay. it rough hmm. uh but after I've been driving for a while, it's actually starting to grow on me. Maybe it will grow on you too. I, I know you still not. Right, right.
1: I am still not sold on it. <laughs>
0: uh, but but it is actually starting to grow on I, me. I
1: thought uh, the car needs a little more sound deadening as far as the engine goes. Yeah. Because apart from that, the cabin is pretty isolated, pretty it isolated. Is. but is. the engine sound um, finds it vain. But that's what I'm saying. I, we, I'm we popped I'm, the hood and saw that there was no sound deadening at all.
0: In the in the hood, yes, there is no uh, sound editing in the hood, which was, uh, I mean, we know obviously cost cutting, <laughs> yeah.
1: and to make the car, car light as well.
0: Uh, yeah, that
1: too. Uh, but I I still uh, I'm not sold on the sound of the car, but uh, I I think it it
0: will grow on you because okay. uh, because when we to- test drove the the automatic version, both right. you and I had the same opinion. Right, right, right. But after a couple more drives, it actually and and I mean, it's not just me. I I know there is obviously a bias that creeps in whenever you put shit ton of money on something. Right. And I literally drained out all my bank accounts to buy (laughs) this. So, uh, I mean, you're not... uh, And anyone would not be wrong to uh, assume that there is a bias coming into play here. Could
1: be. But
0: actually three different people of those two who do not know much about cars, Uh like a a close friend of ours, he and his son who's like 10, 11 year old, both of them actually distinctly pointed out that they, they quite like the, the sound that comes into the cabin when we we're accelerating. Right. And then another colleague of mine who also was quite uh, like in favor of the, the sound. Okay. So
1: What I was really impressed about the car was also its gearbox. Obviously, it's not limited to this car. Right. The, the, the gearbox in general, like in the yeah, rapid yeah, or vento. The top converter gearbox is pretty
0: good. Yeah, it's surprisingly quick. And plus, plus, it has paddle shifters as well. Pedal shifters as well, and that's what the, it allows you to abuse the pedal shifters. Yes. Like, even if you're braking hard and like yes, going yes. constantly downshifting using Do the pedals. pedal
1: shifters in this car is not gimmicky. Yes, so it's actually use allowing it. you to
0: downshift <laughs> even though the engine will end up at probably the red line. Yeah, it allows you to downshift, which is what you need. Yes, exactly. I mean, that's why you need it. Uh, like, I, I was approaching a corner at like speeds I would not mention. I had to take a right turn. I knew I had to downshift three gears because it was like more than a 90 degree turn. Right. But the engine uh, or the gearbox actually complied very well. Mm. Like I I was hard on brakes. I downshifted thrice. It was perfectly ready to shoot again. Right. So So
1: Volkswagen actually uh, replaced their DCT in Polo. Yes. This 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 talk converter gearbox. People were questioning and it, but people it were is, questioning, but it
0: was actually quicker. It, it was yeah, better in every way.
1: And reliability, obviously, right?
0: Torque converter is like and Japanese talk converter is yeah, likely yeah. to be more reliable than yeah. uh, uh, dual clutch gearbox. I was
1: very impressed with the talk converter yes. gearbox.
0: So overall, I'm I'm happy with it so far. Though I've barely done any distance. I've done just like two fifty kilometers or so. <laughs>
1: so uh, let's see. Yeah, but twenty minutes we have already talked about. Slavia. your Slavia. Yes. (laughs) Yes. But I I think I have only been driving
0: uh, one car from the Volkswagen group, Hmm. which I I think is somewhere near the bottom end of of the spectrum. You have been driving a car from the same group, which is on the absolute other end of the spectrum.
1: (laughs) I have not been driving, but yeah, I I got to. So after a gap of two years, now I'm back to testing and reviewing cars. And the first car I tested... After this long break was a Porsche Taikan.
0: Yes. So that's what I'm more interested to hear about. Because I I don't think even outside of the podcast, we spoke much about that. Apart from the fact that at one point, you almost shat your pants.
1: (laughs) Ah, yes, yes. Uh, So I guess, uh, I I think... I don't don't know about you, but I have some friends who have driven the Taycan in United States. Yeah, my friends are
0: driving or buying the Taycans and asking Ah, for advice on the audio system. Obviously, (laughs) obviously,
1: So, they they drove it much before me. And obviously, we have, I guess we both have read a lot of reviews, seen a lot of reviews. So, I was expecting the Taycan to be the crazy car they all made it to be. right? Right, right. Uh, but the only problem was the media unit in India uh, was a the the base variant rear wheel drive. Version. Rear wheel drive only, like not uh, the all wheel drive. Yeah, okay. yeah. So the only problem is it's it's a single motor car. Right. Uh, makes around 340-50 bhp. I don't remember which exactly. Seems very
0: nominal. Very and nominal. Not, like outrageous.
1: Yeah, yeah. So uh, all my friends drove the Turbo S, which is crazy, right? Right. They were they were actually comparing it with a Tesla Model S Plaid. Right. And they were saying like, this is crazy uh, Somehow, I only got to drive the rear wheel drive So, 340, obviously, it, it is a lot of horsepower for It is a car. lot, but it is still For a Porsche, it is, it, is, it is even lower than the uh, base 911 Carrera Right, yes, I it think, is. I, think it is. Uh, I, I think that is 400 wrong. Yeah, something like that, 380 or something like that I, I, I might be wrong, but it is still lower than that But uh, the rear wheel drive, like all other Taycans has a boost mode which which takes it to 400 horsepower only it, it is activated during your uh, launch control and things like that okay anyway it's so the the acceleration of that car was not overwhelming at all okay because i've driven some very fast porsches what are, what are the
0: figures like just to put into into context yeah,
1: so with the boost mode it is somewhere around 0 to 100 kilometers per hour in 4.3 seconds which is such Similar to a seven series or an S class or a 340i. Like, yeah. 340i yeah, is a fucking amazing car. Yeah. So this is not very impressive. Right. This is not very quick. And Sorry for the, the the use of effort, but anyway. <laughs> more, more more
0: so considering that we we expect electric cars to be like sort of quicker very than quicker. The, the engine counterparts.
1: Yes. So that was not overwhelming. Somehow it didn't feel too crazy. Right. But everything else about the car was amazing, amazing. So this, people say this is kind of a replacement for the 911, it is an electric 911. I say it's not, it is an electric Panamera. Think about it like that. Right, fair enough. Because four it door, has four doors,
0: four, seat yeah. four seats. Token four seats.
1: No, it actually it has, the rear seats are pretty whatever oh, I, I mean, I could, I, have, I was, I I could was, have tagged yeah, along. Yeah, actually. <laughs> I
0: could have tagged along and I chose not to, okay. Yeah, even I didn't know.
1: Uh, so yeah the seat the rear seats are not very understandable spacious, but it is pretty good usable usable yes, yes yes okay it's it's not like 911 where you have to actually chop off your legs to sit <laughs> yeah, that's
0: basically a luggage mm-hmm. shelf that's yeah. not a seat
1: the good thing about the rear wheel drive Porsche Taycan is you get that two wheel drive Porsche feel while driving it okay which is amazing Although I didn't get to drive it on the racetrack or anywhere similar, you know. Right, where you can actually test it, feel and like push the car. I only could drive it uh, on public roads with a lot of traffic, with a lot of people actually very excited about the car and trying to, (laughs) you know, get. They were glued to the car, which made me very uncomfortable at. Yeah, that, times. Happens. that
0: happens.
1: But there was one specific moment, which you actually said, you talked about, <laughs> uh, where I had the traction control off. Right. And I forgot. Okay. Yeah. And I was heading towards a roundabout, and I floored the throttle. And then I found out the car was very throttle happy. Uh, it it uh, throttle very happy. happy. Tail happy, sorry, sorry. Yes. I am so excited that I actually forgot. <laughs> and immediately, the tail went out.
0: Okay. Did you did you post this on Instagram? Because I, I would very much like
1: to... Nah, the, the the bad thing is my GoPro was not... My on GoPro. Yeah, your GoPro. No, this <laughs> was my GoPro, actually. You borrowed my GoPro for
0: this. I thing, had huh? mine also Aja, on okay. me. I told so, you you your GoPro- using your entirely.
1: Anyway, irrespective of the GoPro which I had on me... I don't have the footage, which I am cursing myself for it.
0: I'm I'm very disappointed. Yeah. yeah. Uh
1: but I had the Tiger slide for good three, four seconds and I was able to control it. <laughs> and not
0: crash. I, it. I don't know if that is a testament to your skill or if that is a testament to the car's chassis and suspension.
1: Car's handling. It it so I have driven a couple of Porsches and a, a lot of Porsches and it just feels like a combustion engine Porsche,
0: which is a big, big uh, compliment. Yes, big
1: compliment. It is a tank. It weighs more than 2000 kilos, right? Yes, 2, 200 kilos and something much. like that, and it still feels like a Porsche. Um, People um, are like, why? Well, it's a Porsche. It should feel like a Porsche. But, no, no, but a it, it is very hard, to,
0: very hard to uh, sort of replicate that with all the extra weight. Yeah. Particularly considering Porsche has always been about sort of to a degree min- minimalism. Hmm. They, they do not load them up. They've not never relied on too much power to make their cars exciting. They've relied on making a better car
1: handling it. It is always driver focused. Yes, and exactly. I'm happy to report that the Taycan is also continues very, to be that very very driver focused. Right, even even the base model. But then uh, I was reading uh, some reviews on the rear wheel drive, and somehow they say it is the best Taycan in a way. Because it is rear-wheel drive, it gives right. you that feeling. Right. Uh, the all-wheel drive versions, somehow, you know, it, it doesn't give you that kind of handling characteristics. Okay. Yeah, so I can't compare because I only drove the uh, the rear-wheel drive version. I'm, I'm I, still
0: jealous. Uh, <laughs> almost like two weeks in, I'm still jealous. I am
1: waiting to drive the Audi e-tron GT, which would be basically comparable to the turbo. Right, yes. The Porsche turbo. Right. and uh, turbo. Right, right otherwise the car was amazing everything like typical any uh, any any quirks
0: you find because typically with evs i've seen there are certain quirks here and there which
1: i will not go into quirks but i will say uh then you
0: mentioned the shifter yeah
1: yeah no i'm getting to it oh. uh before i go into the quirks i i will say like there were a couple of things that i really loved about the taycan uh, like? like if you have been in a Porsche 911, it has a very typical design, right?
0: I have not been. The only Porsche I've driven is uh, a Boxster. Okay. And apart from that, obviously, the, the this Sky and it all don't count.
1: Okay. I'm just talking about the interior design. Right. Yes. And I am just talking about a 911, which was, and then the whole design has been replicated in a way in all the other models. Right. Yes. All the other models are basically, you know, designed around, in a way to replicate. Sort of the extension of that, yes. So this, uh, the Titan has a modern, is a modern reinterpretation of that design language. Okay. And in a way, Porsche has aced it. Oh, okay. It looks very pretty. It still has the 911 feel to it. Okay. The interior. Uh, but still is modern, which is pretty good. Right. The thing which I didn't like, which you pointed out, was the shifter. Knob. Yes. Somehow, it is placed right next to the instrument cluster. Okay. Yeah. And it is hidden behind the steering wheel. Right. Obviously, once you start using it, you get used to it. Right, but understandable. But you, you can't see the shifter. <laughs> right. And the I was using, driving it for the very first time. I, you know, understandably, you can understand me here that I was a little jittery. <laughs> and
0: uh, of course, of course, that goes without saying. So... So two two points I, I would like to pick here. One, you said that it felt very much like driving a uh, driving an IC engine car.
1: No, it felt uh, the driving characteristics were pretty much like a Porsche, but it was it felt like a very EV car. Okay. So uh, okay, uh, let me say that uh, you're, I am, you're confusing me here. No, no. So, driving characteristics, what I'm saying is the handling part. Okay, 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 okay. Got that, got that. And specifically, just talking about the handling part. Right. Uh, As far as the car, how the car feels, I'm going to say this, that now I am an EV believer.
0: (laughs) No, no. I, I think both of us have been for a long time. Yeah,
1: but that was even before when I extensively drove EV cars, right? Right, yes. All of a sudden, now I am seeing what people have always been you know, saying, claiming. No, that 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 is absolutely
0: true. In fact, when I was looking to buy a car, even my dad was adamant that we, we look at an EV. Even I briefly considered, but the point is nothing, no, no reasonable EV was affordable in my true, budget. True. But I, I still would like to bring up the MG ZS, which we spoke about actually on the last episode.
1: Exactly. So before but you f- go, go on to f- that, I'm car. just saying, like, let me clarify. I'm not just saying that the Porsche Taycan EV feels is like great even i drove the uh, nexon ev extensively right i took it on a road trip road trip somehow it feels great yes and <laughs> to because of this all the test cars review cars that i've lined up are all evs oh. <laughs> so okay so um, the next one i'm trying to get is the volvo xc40 recharge Oh yeah. So since, talk about since it.
0: we since we recorded the last episode, I think the, this launched in the meantime only. This launched yes. in the last month only. So right?
1: the media drives have been done. The pricing has not been the price. Uh, I think it has not been revealed as of yet.
0: The price has revealed. I think it is about thirty-five lakh more than the XC Forty. No, no, no. I, I remember I, reading this headline.
1: No, it, I think it, it's, there's still expected prices are out. The pricing has not yeah. been revealed as May, of maybe. yet. I might be wrong yeah but because,
0: because i distinctly remember reading a headline which said the xc40 recharge ev uh, comes at a 35 lakh premium from the uh the conventional uh engine driven version
1: could be but that is even if it is not i think the pricing the expected pricing is in the same ballpark right no but i am
0: I, I actually mentioned this specific title for a reason okay go on uh We've had this discussion that the conventional or uh, right, like the existing auto manufacturers, when they're coming into the EV space, they have one of the two options. Either they can create an entirely new product lineup, yeah, which they there can... Are,
1: there are actually three different ways. Either you spin off the business entirely like what Harley-Davidson is doing... Like what Volvo Always is doing with its Polestar, the whole Polestar business, right? And or you have an entirely different EV lineup in your under your same right. brand, right? Right. Or the third option is what BMW is doing, which is basically add EV as a powertrain trim uh, trim, trim, uh, level. trim level. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's
0: actually what I was coming to. Like in case of Polestar, they are entirely different models. So you cannot drew, draw direct parallels to the, the ICE engine models. Absolutely. Right. Same, uh, I think, applies for the Mercedes. Even though they've maintained some... Although it's
1: not a... Sp- like they have not. Spun like, the it's, not spin-off. it's not a spin off. It's not a spin
0: off. A spin off brand. Uh, but I mean the the lineup, the the electric. It's the second lineup. option.
1: They have a completely different EQ. Yeah, like, but I,
0: I, I mean one or two sort of bu- one and two sort of bundle together, which right. uh, which means they do not have a resemblance to the existing lineup. Which means people are not drawing direct comparisons. But they are. They In the case are. of Mercedes,
1: they are in, in uh, EQS. Post, Everything else, EQE, EQ. I'm talking
0: about EQC, like for instance.
1: Like, so, uh, so C class. EQE, EQC, EQS. They're all drawing comparisons with the, uh, like, the, the, what do you call it? Uh, the comparable... So I think this thing. is this is a
0: longer debate which we'll get into later. You 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 might want to talk about the BMW lineup first.
1: Yeah. So the thing is, BMW is taking a very different approach. I think no other. I can't remember any other uh, automaker who is doing. The same thing. So with I, the, I would
0: say Volvo with the XC Forty, but go on.
1: Is the only product?
0: <laughs> right. Yes, but go on. So
1: is, okay, let's start with the Volvo. Right. Uh, the, in the case of XC Forty Recharge, what they have done is, uh, they have taken the powertrain from the Polestar Two. Right. And planted it in the XC Forty Recharge. Right. And, and make a new product called XC Forty Recharge, and it makes sense, right? It is it, just just it, it utilizing the sense. already you know, available, complementary with them and and sell it as a product. But anything else is not available, right? Like, I
0: agree. I agree. Uh, so uh, I think we've had this discussion earlier. The, the issue I see, and I could very well be wrong here. The issue
1: I see is... Well, before we talk about the issue, let's talk about the BMW, BMW. as well, Yes, right? go on, go on, go on. Yeah. So what BMW is doing is very novel, I'll say. What they are doing is they are offering the electric version as a trim level. Right. As a powertrain option, so imagine like you have a seven series. There are different options. I wish. Okay. <laughs> I'm not saying you have it, as an... Anyway, so you have everything from a M trim, right, to something of a base model which has a tiny engine, right, a diesel mo- uh, engine or a petrol engine, things like that, right? Right. So
0: 323, 320i, 330i, seven. Uh, yeah, 7. I mean, goes with every video.
1: Right. Right. Yeah. Uh, X drive or just which is all wheel drive or yeah. just rear wheel drive things like that, right? Right. Uh they are offering the all electric, the battery electric version as a trim level. Right. In that case, but again, I will also say that BMW has a very uh, confusing approach to it because they also launched the iX SUV. Right.
0: Yes. Which that's a standard. Which is not Mercedes' direction.
1: Yeah. 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 So, I, I don't know what...
0: Also, sorry, sorry. Uh, what is the nomenclature like, like you mentioned for the 7 series uh, electric? Yeah. So, have they ditched the numbers entirely or what?
1: No, uh, they have not. So, the 7 series electric is i7, but then they have the M70 as the top variant right. and the 60. Also, XI I would 66. like to go
0: back a couple of years and remind you of i3 and i8. Oh, yes.
1: Yeah. So, I think BMW is just all over the place. BMW was an early adopter in the EV space when it came to German automakers. Yes, absolutely. And somehow absolutely. They, they just woke they, up and they said like, no, we are too early on this thing and <laughs> let's ditch this. And still, right. still, you know, there is a lot more steam left in the whole maybe, combustion maybe, engine. Maybe they had good reason for it. Um, but they lost ground, right? to other, EV, other traditional car manufacturers and EV manufacturers as well. Yeah, but I, I mean, honestly,
0: with folks like BMW and Mercedes, I mean, like, like the, the serious giants, you cannot say that with a, a high degree of surety because... In which way? So uh, I'll, I'll jump onto the electric two-wheeler space for a bit. Okay. Uh, So like Bajaj and TVS and all, they they got electric two products out. And then they're basically sitting on the sidelines. They are setting up the machinery. They are doing things on the background. But then from the outside, it seems they haven't done much to actually forward the space. They are waiting for the startups. They're waiting for the newer players to come in, set the ground. Makes
1: sense. But in the case of BMW, it is very different. When you've already invested so much money... And then you say that, okay, we don't see there is a future, at least for the time being. But you know that there are other k- traditional car companies, legacy t- car companies that are investing money. Right, in it. true. I, I think in in case of two-wheelers, then all the
0: legacy car companies, are uh, legacy motorcycle scooter companies are sitting on the sidelines right, and true. waiting to dive in when the market the, is the, ready. The
1: money invested initially then went down the drain, right? BMW is still mm-hmm. saying that there, we, we are still going to look into the whole IC engine thing. You're still not uh, completely focusing. Giving on up the, on like, yeah, yeah, yeah. the engine. But then again, you are what they have. They are doing right now. They could have done it like three, four years back. Somehow they just just this is digressed.
0: Maybe, maybe, maybe. Even least. right
1: now, they're they're with the iX and i7 things like that. They are somehow they feel they are confused with how to go about it
0: i i would agree there i would agree there plus i think the the pr machinery is not particularly strong with these uh i mean a, a mercedes electric is somehow making a lot more headlines than a bmw electric mm, i yes. mean that, that's my observation as an outsider you yes. obviously operate in the industry okay i'm gonna
1: ask you this question and then like add my observations to it as well The whole discussion about like What Mercedes is doing Or what BMW is doing What do you think is the right way To go about it And what are the pros and cons Let's talk about that And what Volvo is doing as well
0: Right I personally would say The Volvo approach Or the Mercedes approach Is better than what BMW is doing recently because like see, BMW has taken both the approaches hmm. but I, I would say the Mercedes approach or the, the uh, Volvo approach is better. Okay. How's Why? So? Uh, because see electric cars are costlier than their IC engine counterparts. We know that for a fact now. Okay. Right. The prices may come down in the future. I'm hmm. pretty sure they will because when, when there will be more adoption but like even if we see in India, we have got the uh, Nexon EV, hmm. right? Then we immediately compare it to like the Nexon petrol engine counterpart. And we see that it is costlier by almost thirty four 35%. True. Right. Same happened. And th- this is why I distinctly mentioned the headline that I read for the XC40. Hmm. It didn't say Volvo launches a new electric crossover for XYZ amount. Hmm. It said Volvo launches a new electric vehicle, which is costlier by 35 lakh. Yes. And that is the problem because people are able to draw direct parallels if you're maintaining the same product line.
1: Yes, but uh, I agree to your point. But I think it is very, what what the, the kind of argument you've brought is very centric to India or similar markets. Uh,
0: maybe, maybe, maybe I'm I'm slightly, my my perspective because, uh, is slightly I, skewed I, here to, yeah, yeah. to so India the, and similar markets. The reason
1: markets. why I'm saying this is because I write for a lot of international magazines as well. Uh, in the US and Europe, specifically, right, and even in China, we are seeing that, that, that trend. EV, those people who are buying EV, they know what they want. Right. And they actually don't care that, that price premium, even if they're... Maybe, maybe they don't,
0: maybe they don't. And it's not particularly a price premium, it is the cost. Mm-hmm. It is the cost and not particularly a price premium. I'm mm-hmm. just saying that uh, as an outsider, because... Like the perceptions matter even to people who are not putting their money with the mouth is. Right. And I feel it is better for the optics when people see that, okay, Mercedes is launching a new electric car which offers X, Y, and Z and hmm. is available at a particular price point. Right. Compared to when people see that Mercedes is launching a new C-Class, hmm. which costs 30 lakh more than the C-Class. Right. So I'm just saying it works slight, slightly better that way. Even if you are using the same underlying platform, Keeping a different nomenclature, keeping a different resemblance right. helps that way. With the optics, I I, I, I buy into your uh,
1: point. So that, I'm going to be the devil's advocate here, <laughs> play okay. the devil's advocate. You remember like uh, when Ford launched the Mustang mach we had a very similar... Okay, okay nice. So, uh, okay, I, I, I
0: see where you're going with this, <laughs> but see Mustang is a... Name is a brand in itself so big that it will draw headlines. Right, it will draw headlines.
1: That is, I would say, an anomaly. It is not just about headlines. It is about even if it doesn't, you know, grab headlines. It is people getting people to the dealerships. More than that, like, like again, they launched the F one fifty
0: Lightning. Right. Now again, the the same cases. F one fifty is an iconic product. It right. is the best selling product there. Right. Mustang again is an iconic product. Right. So when you put that name, so even hate works.
1: Even even negative headlines work. No. So that's what I'm coming to. So when BMW launched the i3 and i8, right? right. It had absolutely no resemblance in name or looks or features to or any power. of the existing products. But and that that was still, like I, you said, it
0: was early.
1: Yeah, but people did not give. Any and i8 sh- got attention. i8 hmm. got shit ton of attention. Very initially, but it never sold. But it was a very good car. But I tested but it, it it was early. It was early in the market. It was a hybrid. It was a hybrid. Yes. Uh, I I don't think because it was. I won't say it was early, but because s- by that point people were still not. I to not shit. I eight. I eight was shit a shit ton of
0: money for a fifteen hundred cc three cylinder engine.
1: Yeah, I won't go talk about I eight here. I will talk about I three. In the case of I three, I somehow feel that people were not able to. BMW patrons were not able to connect to that product. When you launch something like an i4 or an i7, people know that okay, we know what a seven series is, right? Okay. And then you know that what you expect from it. The only difference is it has this got a electric propulsion. Yeah. Um,
0: okay. So a uh, couple of points I would like to make here. i3 first thing was uh, slightly ...early in the landscape. But then Tesla was already there, right? Yes, Tesla was there. But Tesla attracted an entirely different crowd. Okay, I'll say
1: Chevrolet Bolt was already there. Yes, but again, Chevrolet Bolt
0: and all, they, in fact, even BMW i3, they gained from Tesla. The typical BMW patron, even today, doesn't give a shh. Maybe there is a transition happening, but a typical BMW patron today... ...still is pissed about how the steering feels... Okay. And not necessarily all the gizmos that come packed in. My my point is a typical BMW buyer is significantly different from a typical Tesla buyer. Okay. That is my point. True, true.
1: But what I'm saying is, I guess they studied their whole fiasco with the i3, i8. Okay, I will not include i8 in there. i3, their initial, what I feel is, uh, their initial plan is basically to create a homogeneous product line. Even with the Mercedes, the reason why they have, you know, used EQS, EQE, EQC thing is, basically people can draw parallels. yeah. And they can, they at least get them into the showrooms, the dealerships, they buy it. Once people are sold like, okay, Mercedes is making good electric cars. Right. Otherwise what they say is like, okay, I need an electric car, Tesla is the only option. Do you get my point? Do you see I, where I'm I, going with I, this? I,
0: See, I I mean, I I honestly do not know what the right answer is. I I think you and I both differ in our opinion on this. I will,
1: if I get a chance to, you know, uh, uh, take an interview of somebody from BMW from yeah. Their management and things, right? This is something that I they think they have ask. taken both directions.
0: This, this is a good question to it, ask, it
1: is, it is going to be. So, yeah. I probably this month I'll I'll somehow line up something, right? And this would be a very interesting topic to talk about, right? Yes, this. absolutely,
0: because I, I think it would give us more clarity. Because right now, um, I, it seems like there are no right answers because all of them seem to be uh in the early days of their electric journey yeah, yeah. and there are no right answers because like like we spoke about volvo at one hand volvo has polestar yeah, yeah. which is their electric only or like electric focused brand and then on the other hand they are launching xc40 recharge
1: xc40 the, the reason the thing i see is they had components they, really? they they I, just, I, they I, I just I launched course. a product. That's it. They, they, yeah. There's nothing else to it. Yeah. I, I don't think so. They're gonna launch XC60, XC90 electric. Uh, mm-hmm. I think it's it's just that they 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 just made use of it. That's
0: it. Which is which is fine. But again, it it is again uh, a step in the different direction. Yeah. That's all I'm saying.
1: They're still gonna focus towards Polestar. That's what they're doing. So Great. yeah, it, it is just just they're using the. You know the components that have been lying on the shelves right by the way sorry uh, since we have been
0: talking about mercedes so much the new c class is coming mm. and in india it is uh gonna start at about 70 lakh on the road <laughs> 70. only a couple of years ago people used to pay uh about 55 50. for the e yeah for the e not the c oh yes yeah 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 <laughs> I mean, the cars are getting crazy expensive, crazy expensive. Tell me
1: about it. <laughs> <laughs> but we, we, we have seen that uh, over the last two years, ever since COVID hit. Huh,
0: since 2019.
1: Uh, 2020, things like that. Yeah. Uh, the the value of materials have shot up like anything.
0: I mean, I'm surprised. Like, and you and I both are invested in a lot of companies. Yes. Not with a lot of money, but in a lot of companies that uh, are in the material space. Yeah and i'm surprised at how car companies are managing these prices i think I, I think we discussed a couple of pointers out of those when we were discussing my car <laughs> yes i, I mean let, let's be honest car companies are squeezing themselves to make sure that the cost of cars doesn't shoot up as quickly as yeah, the cost yeah. of materials
1: so the material cost, they don't want it to be carried over to the customers immediately
0: yeah i mean they they're trying to minimize uh, They're sort yeah, it's of got serving as a damper yeah
1: yeah
0: but i mean the the prices are like I, going I, ridiculous
1: yeah. thankfully i am not in the manufacturing business in autom- automotive space yeah so it's it's a mean, right, you know, right you know, now. You know i've, I've no got a couple of
0: friends who make uh, components for a couple of motorcycle yeah. manufacturers
1: and they are they're they're squeezed imagine a, uh, being in the the management of a car manufacturer you don't know where to put money into, right? You, you there is this whole yes. sort of transition towards electrification. The, the
0: transition, the semiconductor shortage, semiconductor the supply chain issues,
1: the war. <laughs> yes, I mean you. I,
0: I I feel for them. And and by the way, sorry. Uh, I, I think I'm gonna go into some work updates now. Okay, go uh, on. So you know, obviously, uh, I I came back uh, yesterday only by after visiting uh, ZF. Yes. So, obviously, I was like over the moon when ZF invited us to pitch our company um, at their technology center in Hyderabad. Mm. But some some really, really interesting conversations there. Right. So, uh, I, I think as auto enthusiasts, we see ZF as a, a company manufacturing kick gearboxes. I, yeah. I think pretty much all the German car companies are relying on them. Plus suspension and all of that but apparently shit ton of their revenues come from software services now okay i mean as they claim apart from the infotainment they are doing everything software okay in the car right now for a lot of car companies okay so i was
1: excited to hear that a lot of R&D is happening in India.
0: Yes, yes. Even I was, even I was, and they are, they are actually further expanding. This in is fact, such a positive thing to, you know, learn. Yes, in fact, I mean, if if everything aligns right, we might actually be working alongside them.
1: That's uh, such a cool thing. Yeah, Amazing. I do.
0: <laughs> I, I mean, I, I know my, my colleagues who are like hardcore techies, they uh, do not, they are not, I mean, they're, they're obviously excited about the prospects of, potentially working with such a such a big name right Uh, but i mean i i cannot even begin to describe my enthusiasm about working with a brand like zf right like working alongside a brand like zf to develop technologies that might actually find their way to the cars right i mean how how absolutely how fucking brilliant that would be to actually be able to contribute towards something that finds its way to to cars
1: yeah.
0: Yeah. So improving us. Let's improving let's, let's cars, say, Like improving let's be honest. I I know we we do a lot of things but I think since day one the the whole reason I started working with the, the the company that I work at right now uh was because we were moving in the right direction. We were making the roads safer. We were making the mapping make, making the transportation more efficient. And I mean it would be fucking brilliant if we we are able to amplify the scale with someone like ZF. Right so yeah the point the point is uh, we went there we pitched uh, what what we do we found a lot of interest at ZF people were quite quite excited about it Mm. so a step in the right direction just a work update nothing to do with the podcast but I am just are so gloating. glad you You're
1: just gloating you are patting, I'm, I'm, not even, patting. <laughs> I'm not even gloating
0: it's not like we have anything on the table I'm just saying I'm, 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 it's good. No, I'm glad not. it is a step in the right direction I am direction. excited
1: for your excitement yeah, this is I'm, I'm,
0: I'm glad a company like ZF is actually finding value in what we are building I mean we were bursting our asses for it and I'm glad that a, a, a brand like ZF which we both have um, I, I would say grown up yeah, yeah, appreciating forever. we love it Yes, so that's absolutely uh, brilliant. Uh, <laughs> nice, nice. Yeah, so that's that's a good, good update, good step in the right direction. A,
1: before we move on to other news, we I, I'll say that I'm waiting to drive the XC Forty. Sorry, I circled back to it. Yeah, uh, it is actually very impressive. In so, what way? Uh, it has. It is actually faster. It's quicker, not faster quicker than the taycan that i drove right it has got two motors so the taycan that i drove had only a single motor driving the rear axle right this has two motors 204 horsepower each driving two axles okay all wheel drive and it can accelerate uh, the taycan takes about 5.3 seconds not even 4.3 seconds
0: so that's like bmw 330i territory yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so not even 340 330 yeah
1: yeah it's 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 slow actually slow <laughs> Yeah, I mean, five. like so I come seconds, our motorcycles do that. 4.3 seconds is 4 or something like that is in the case of XC40. Wow.
0: wow. This is pretty that amazing, is right? impressive. Particularly considering a, a car, crossover, tiny crossover. Imagine
1: you can buy it for like 70, 75 lakhs, 80 lakhs. Right. You have an... It looks beautiful, right? You have a car that
0: outperforms a Porsche Boxster. <laughs> yeah.
1: And it looks good. You can... Yeah, absolutely. It. I, 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 I know it looks I,
0: is very subjective. But I love the looks of... Pretty much all the modern Volvos. Yeah. Um, although although I, I have a specific bias towards that estate. What is it called? V90 Cross, cross country. country. Yes. It looks absolutely lovely. I
1: know. I loved it. Yeah. The only problem is now, so five, six years back, I thought uh, their dashboard looked pretty good. Now it looks dated. Okay. That to portrait now. screen and all. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Now, so the UI UX, that time it was pretty good i remember driving the v90 cross country some five years back so yeah oh four or five years years back yeah yeah, it's been that long yeah (laughs) COVID has eaten up two years (laughs) i think think we need
0: to to compensate for that with a lot more than two
1: years old now can you imagine that it feels like we bought it yesterday but yeah, you've done a lot of amazing things with that, <laughs> even with the, all all the restrictions uh, yeah, yeah. by this. I
0: think it has done seven thousand kilometers in my case, which which uh, pretty much put it through abuse of what uh, twenty thousand kilometers now, would feel so like. Yeah. <laughs> with the track and the trails and all of yeah. random shit.
1: So uh, I I somehow feel now their uh, the the dashboard and they, their infotainment system is dated and they need to. Uh, immediately, I will say immediately uh, address that. Okay, okay, yeah. But okay. I am actually very excited about Polestar. Polestar One. If you, if you, if you have uh, heard Matt Farah, and uh, my favorite, I will say Chris Harris. He actually went on to buy the media car. Yes. And Matt Farah is also he's also looking to buy the the Polestar One. Oh, but he I has remember. not been able to buy it. <laughs> so yeah. it is that good when you know Polestar that Polestar
0: One was. Overkill. Porsche One was a, I would say, a An showcase of. <laughs> it was a showcase of engineering prowess. Yes, yes,
1: yes. It Although was it a was a hybrid, can- it, was it was not was a, a hybrid. Electric, but, but
0: yes, but it was a. It is like, all a what a you k- a Canvas it where basically the the best of what artists came beautiful
1: in. Beautiful car. I I, yes, I, I, yes. I don't think I I like anything else except Porsche. <laughs> bias here but uh, as much as I like the Polestar 1 yeah
0: the Polestar 2 is uh, I would say polarizing still so functionally beautiful I mean
1: like it's not beautiful from any perspective that's what I'm saying functionally beautiful there there is some stuff which it's neither a sedan it's neither a hatchback neither a crossover it's think it is.
0: I think it is Volvo's attempt to bring people back from crossovers to sedans (laughs) Like, <laughs> they'll, they'll keep lowering it over the next couple of generations I, I, and then people will realize they're I, back into finance. I stands.
1: know a couple of people who have driven it at the Nürburgring and they went crazy and they, those are people who know how to drive. <laughs> so, I, I wish Volvo brings Polestar to India someday.
0: Yeah, I mean, in any case, we're going to spot them in Bombay only. Oh, I, don't I don't
1: know. They have sold a couple of Taycans in Delhi as well, so, yeah. Right,
0: yeah. But uh, it's much harder to spot the, the. Okay,
1: before we move on to anything else, what do you have to say about the whole EQS lineup? Do you like the looks of it? Uh, no,
0: no. I, I I think in general, I can say that for the EQ lineup in general, <laughs> the the front fascia looks. The
1: front fascia, the entire bulbous. Yeah, okay, remi- honestly, want- it
0: reminds me of Honda crossovers and SUVs.
1: It reminds me of. Uh, if, do you remember the Honda or other Japanese car makers the concept vehicles they used to show exactly, the exactly. in early I mean, 2000s. Like, like I said, like, uh, the, the
0: EQC when I saw it for the first time, it reminded me of like a Honda CRV or something like that or like, like, like you said, some one of the hybrid, one
1: of those concept Cross vehicles. Concept vehicles yeah. yes. so I know they're trying to make something which is very slippery but at least like all car makers, Tesla is also trying to do that. Tesla is very bland, still it looks Looks elegant Yeah, it looks, looks better elegant. In front it of the at least uh, So, anyway yeah. I mean I, I, Somehow I, I, it, it is This, I, it this is looks offensive of, Offense. The new 7 series Looks effa- offensive <laughs>
0: I am not able to recall that.
1: The new 7 series, which got launched a couple of days back. Yeah. I don't know I, when this episode I, 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 is going live, but... <laughs> I'm, I'm
0: hoping, since we are recording on a Friday, I'm hoping by... Do Monday. you
1: remember the, uh, I don't know which year, uh, which generation, but 2000, the, the 7 series that came out in around 2002? Yes. Uh, it was, it it, it came under it the... It look,
0: looked like a 3 series with elongated headlamps, like in, from the front.
1: Do you remember the, 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 the tail tail section so it came out under the leadership of Chris what's his name I'm forgetting is that relevant yeah it is relevant because it, the, the name of that tail is is you know it, it was derived from that guy's name <laughs> oh okay, okay. Uh, Bangles Chris Bangles okay he was the chief of BMW design so they made something which is shocking so they now BMW is trying out something very similar Said so they don't want something which is bland right they want something which is very shocking right. memorable right
0: i i think that applies for pretty much all have you seen this new seven series? no i've not i've not it, I, it like I, f- i've been flooded with work
1: for the past week okay. or so it's got mm-hmm. split headlights massive uh people call it buck even i called called it buck uh grill kidney grill but now i call it elephant ears <laughs> but actually,
0: so that is the thing, uh, I, I know everyone criticised those grills a lot when they came out but gradually they are starting to grow no. grow on people, Believe no. me. Look.
1: In, I, I can never imagine that growing on to me. Again, I am ah, not saying pretty, I am not saying pretty, you are
0: mistaking what I am saying for pretty. I'm just saying people are starting hey, to yeah, come yeah. around on it.
1: You drove the new X seven. X seven, yes, and or that's what I'm talking about. That, that, that <laughs> you that's what i was coming to. The, uh, again, and so. and plastered in chrome. <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, that that is there. That is there. But uh, fuck, what a car! What a car! I mean, uh, it's obviously a proper a big size. A friend of mine assume. in
1: Germany bought the new M hmm. four, and he drove it. Obviously, it's his car. He drove it, <laughs> but he is 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 crazy how the car drives but again he says that i can't go outside the vehicle and see it it's that ugly okay okay yes again not pretty i'm just saying people
0: are coming around on this the the looks
1: i don't think so they're coming around but yeah the x7 and the see new...
0: see the X, again again you're you're mixing oh, up way, acceptance the... you're mixing up acceptance with uh, like appreciation
1: yeah, I'm just I'm saying even people are acceptance. accepting, yes. Ah, I don't think so people are accepting already. I have. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so I even have. the X7 has been updated, yeah. which looks pretty similar to the new 7 series. Now it has... What gots- updated? When oh, oh,
0: I thought my friend bought the updated version.
1: Yeah, no, it was a new generation. It has been updated now. But this came out only like, what, two years? Three years, three, two, three years. Two years. Three years right? Anyway, yeah. so now it has got split headlights. Massive grill Right uh, Very ugly looking face
0: Massive grill was the Common denominator Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. But it looks very Very In your face Kind of a design It has
0: But I, th- I think we spoke about this On one of the earlier episodes Oh we are already past One hour mark mm. So I think we spoke about this On one of the earlier episodes That Brands Because they are limited In terms of design Due to uh, Aerodynamic dra- uh, Coefficient Track coefficient you know, all of that, they are like that, they are using the grills to um, sort of leave a distinct impression, yeah. which is the case with Lexus, which is the case with BMW. In fact, if you notice on on my car, uh, the Skoda grill is significantly more pronounced, significantly bigger.
1: I agree to that fact. So hmm. that is needed. But what BMW is applying is what I said. Like they are going back to the whole Bengal era. They call it Bengal era. Right, right. No, so that is I, shock I, and awe. Yeah. <laughs> you don't have to like it, but it you remember. It. You remember it. Yeah. Yeah. So I, any any day I'm gonna choose that over the EQ, the whole EQ lineup. Oh yes, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. I, I I just hate it. The EQ lineup, it's very
0: very Honda. Yeah, it's very Honda. But Audi,
1: anyway. Audi Audi is still I think the Audi EQ. Oh by the way, I drove
0: the the newer model of Audi A4 today.
1: Okay, how was it? Uh. I mean, and I am not sure. I am not driven it yet, so I don't know.
0: So, uh, when I drove it, uh, so a friend of mine showed up. He had recently, like a couple of months ago, bought this uh, A4. Yeah. Uh, which I think is the mid-spectrum. So, a lot to like about the car.
1: The interior has improved, like... Exactly, exactly day. what it's coming to.
0: Plus the the this infotainment.
1: I wanted I say night and day. I wanted to say night and day. <laughs> it's already late. <laughs>
0: and... Like the UX of the infotainment screen is is Brilliant
1: Okay I mean I Okay before we go go on to anything else I think the UX of the Skoda, your car, was pretty good. I oh, liked yes.
0: it. Yes, yeah, actually. At no point I felt annoyed. It is one and thing that I really liked about the car. It, like, it, amongst uh,
1: others, but right. it is pretty good.
0: I think it takes probably uh, two to three minutes to piss me off <laughs> when you put a touchscreen in front of me. Yes. But I'm glad yeah. to report there is absolutely nothing. Except for the fact that maybe I would have liked a couple of physical controls.
1: Right. But that's that even going
0: but, away yeah you? but I, I, i'm just saying ke, like if you just talk about the touchscreen, it's actually pretty good oh, yeah. i'm also
1: for good ux you yeah know that.
0: so uh like like this is uh one of the major differentiators the honda city which again sits in the same segment
1: hmm. uh has a horrible <laughs> an absolutely that's an understatement
0: horrible <laughs> ux a horrible ui as well i mean at least you can hope for them to get the ui right but it honestly feels like one of those iphone 2 touch screens a uh, bubble fish aquarium kind of background like an image background what sort of moron decides <laughs> that to put a like a background image on a on a car's infotainment i, I screen. know what you want, want to say right? yeah i mean it doesn't need a background it it needs solid colors. and I mean, web, even websites today are not designed using uh, backgrounds. Yeah. Everyone is using solid colors, whites and blacks and such. Solid a, such colors. a 2000 thing, right? <laughs> and and plus they, they had they had knobs, but they had knobs for stupid shit, like selecting where the airflow should be. Right. I mean, I've decided that I want the airflow to be a certain way. I don't need it changed every day. But they gave an knob for that, and yet a screen control for uh, your uh, volume. Anyway, the the point is, I as much as I am not a fan of the current generation of Audis or like the Audi A4 in specific, uh, the UI is very well thought out. Hmm. And of course, I was uh, sort of comparing it to Octavia, which I, I drove recently with the same engine and all. Hmm. So the chassis is different. So it, it felt dynamically sorted. Just that the, when, when you're driving the A4, you feel that the BMW 3 Series was... Like, right there. Right, right. Like It was right there. It has a brilliant driving dynamics. It is quite comfortable. And actually, I, I didn't check the rear seat, but... I sat in the rear seat, and I can the say... the new it three series is seat. pretty big. Yes, three thirty. I it, it had plenty of space for so me. Obviously,
1: two three generations back, the three series all was very cramped. Very cramped. The, very yeah, cramped.
0: Yeah. It was. It felt like a Suzuki Swift. That in the back. has
1: been like addressed pretty well in the new generation. Very well.
0: Yes. Very well. Yeah. So yes, uh, I mean. Do
1: you realize that we have spent about an hour talking about cars from the VAG group? Although it sounds pretty bad. <laughs> <laughs> but <Okay>. yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay.
0: So I'll we'll, we'll quickly jump on to have, the we have of nothing,
1: we have not talked anything from the domestic market, right?
0: Okay, I'll I'll start with the domestic park market. The In wow. the last month I took a shit ton of blue smart cabs. Oh, and okay. I have an observation to share.
1: Even you got me hooked on to it, so yes. <laughs> yeah, I
0: mean, I mean, I see. As long as I've got my. You
1: only need to use it once, and then you you get it's it's. So
0: the thing is, in Uber, I get cars with like wobbly wheels and like yeah, the it's very and and the seatbelt buckles in the rear seat tucked into the seat covers. I'm not comfortable Almost with ever. that. You you you. I, I think even you do that. Yes. You you putting a seatbelt whatever row of the car you're sitting in. True. That is the only way to operate. Yes. And when you find the... the And sorry about the dogs barking in the background. They are our good friends. <laughs> so we would not mind.
1: <laughs> I think it sounds natural that way. <laughs> yeah.
0: So uh, first thing, the, the seatbelts are not tucked away. Second thing, the cars are not in horrible shape. And hmm. third thing, the drivers are in general nice. Yes. Although I, I had a couple of observations to share. So okay. first is because obviously a lot of these uh, drivers don't don't
1: don't tell me that 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 charge that that tachometer no 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 <laughs> I, i'm not even looking there i i was very intrigued by that right i'm not even looking
0: there uh, what i'm talking about actually is uh, like because obviously a lot of these drivers have been like driving professionally for a while yeah. so they are wired in their ways and one of those ways is keeping a hand the left hand resting on the shifter to make the next shift yes except now they're driving a ev uh, in fact i have I've got a photograph i have
1: people in my family who have been driving forever right they're old people right and they have now moved on to automatics obviously yes. people in united states and other countries who have been driving automatics forever right. they won't understand right. but but people in our families and things like that they've they've, they've driven they've Grown up, become old, driving manual cars, and now they've moved on to automatic, and now they still rest their hand on the shifter.
0: So, not gonna lie, the the day I took the delivery of my car,
1: <laughs> I know where it's going, but okay. <laughs>
0: I stopped on a light, yeah, uh, but it was only like six, seven seconds remaining, so I didn't obviously move it to from drive to neutral. Okay. And uh, my first instinct when the light turned green was to press my left foot and reach for the shifter. Then it takes time. Uh, yeah, so I mean it took the first day or two. Uh, but yes, but my, my point is these guys are still driving a lot more than I am. Obviously. These guys are driving twice of what I've driven my car in the whole week.
1: I think habits, you know, old habits. Yeah, they die hard. (laughs) Uh,
0: But yeah, but good experience so far. In fact, I've gotten all my colleagues hooked on to Blue Smart. In fact, a colleague of mine, she was visiting us in Gurgaon and Noida is like 50, 60 kilometers away. She was quite pleased. She um, like messaged me that like this is a major change from the Uber experience I've had every time I'm visiting. And uh, obviously, I mean, the better drivers is one part. There was one anomaly though. Uh, so a friend of mine was visiting. We took uh, a cab to a, a, a sort of a hangout nearby. The going part was nice. In the return journey, I think the driver was not particularly good with his throttle modulation. Okay. His throttle control. And I, I, th- I think that this, this uh, comes down from people who are wired to press the clutch when they are yeah. slowing down. But you obviously do not have that, like, the leverage group, yeah, that kind sort of, of, of stupid shit. In an EV is obviously... Uh,
1: it yeah. is I mean, it is reported in
0: any car, just that yeah, yeah. people were getting away with horrible driving and not using engine braking in IC engine cars just by pressing the clutch. Yeah. Here, you do not have an option. And, the, like, I, am, I have a pretty, uh, I would say, tough stomach. Uh, <laughs> but my friend who was with me, he started complaining after almost like two, two and a half kilometers that he's starting to feel nauseated because of how much the speed is changing. And there was nothing out of the ordinary except the guy was trying to maintain a slower speed, Hmm. which means he was trying to keep uh, the throttle constant and he was struggling heavily with it.
1: That's what I'm saying. Throttle modulation. Right. But But that that basically... He might have been a newer, you know, driver to... uh,
0: Maybe, 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 maybe he was, maybe he was. Uh, but, I, I mean, it is not just EV, it's just that the EVs are highlighting our, obviously, yes. like, as collectively as a country, our horrible driving practices oh, yeah. in general.
1: Uh, we also need to understand that a lot of these drivers have never driven an automatic as well. Yes, yes, so that,
0: all is, all also are, that uh, is also true, that is also true, and I think that is catalyzed there.
1: Also, couple of, I mean,
0: obviously, like, whenever I sit in a cab, I, I cannot shut up, I have <laughs> to have a conversation, I, yeah. I, I cannot stop talking.
1: So, what was something new that you learned <laughs> so
0: uh in fact that the day i was going to take delivery of my car so my dad insisted to tag along okay uh, so both of us were going we were having a conversation with the driver so the driver shared that they refrain from shutting off the car uh because when they shut off the car the 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 fans and all or whatever cooling system there is mm-hmm. also shuts off and there have been instances like that. Okay. Right?
1: Before you uh, go on, is you're talking about blue, blue smart, blue smart. Okay. Yes. Okay, so which means car. these
0: okay. these cars are used a lot more than any average car. Okay. Because these okay, are okay, cabs. Okay. Uh, so the guy was saying that the, the guy was sharing that there there have been times when they shut off the car to take a quick stop whenever they were taking a stop, but when they started the car again, uh, it actually was over the threshold temperature and they could only drive in the limp mode until Ah. it it cooled down to a certain level. So that's why, uh, in fact, the guy had to wait for almost like 10, 12 minutes for my dad to arrive before we could leave. And he did not shut off the car. I could see like the whining noise and all of the fan.
1: Interesting, okay. And he was
0: like, I I would choose not to do this. You take your time. Mm. I don't mind, but I'll not shut off the car because there might be issues that follow.
1: Uh, That's a very interesting observation. Yes,
0: I mean, even I was surprised, but I validated this with three other drivers.
1: So, because the the last time I took a BlueSmart cab was in the winters, winters, right? Yes. I don't generally need a cab. Right
0: now, we're talking about 43 degree maximum temperature. It's it's horrendous. (laughs) Yes, yes, actually. So, this was an interesting insight. I I thought uh, just the newer players are facing issue with the heat. But apparently even Tata and all are...
1: Okay, because we are talking about heat, let's talk about all the EV scooters that are blowing up.
0: Ola, do you want to start off with or with something else?
1: Everything, everything. Like, so, like, it It has been in the news for the last, what, one month or two months, right? Yeah, almost a month. The, 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 the Had it
0: been more than thing. a month, we would have spoken <laughs> about it on the last yeah, bro, episode. Bro.
1: So the hot summer is basically, you know, just highlighting the issue. Yes. Uh, so I, I think we spoke about this two
0: episodes back that, like, if these kind Se- of we have, issues, we have spoken about it several extensively. Times, like, yes. But but in uh, I distinctly remember talking about this that if you're seeing these kind of conditions in winters that scooters are shutting off, yeah, yeah. overheating, and all of that, how would they go through? the Indian summer I, or I, the North Indian summer. I I, I, I would about, say simple words. Recall. They're going through that with recall. Name it
1: on my uh, short-term memory loss <laughs> or whatever it is. I don't remember talking about it but I think all these manufacturers are basically uh, hurrying to the market with a product which is not properly tested. Yes. And n- most of these scooters, scooters, I'm specifically talking about scooters, do not have property, proper... Cooling solutions. Battery, so do you think battery, that's also solution? a
0: design challenge? Not, I mean, I'm not just talking cooling as an engineering challenge. I'm talking design challenge as well. Like they are chasing um, higher ranges. They are chasing putting... Like they are trying to put larger batteries in. Right. Like if you look at the Ola electric scooter, that but has a bigger them, batteries than Ather. But none of them we have we've not seen this shit.
1: But none of them have cooling solutions, right? Like liquid cooling or something like that. So that's what I'm saying, that...
0: If you're putting a smaller battery and sort of optimizing the design to accommodate for that, hmm. because we have not heard of these issues with Aether. Yeah. And Aether has been selling for a long time, has a lot of customers now. Right. In fact, we have seen people uh in like people from Aether. But only. that's what I said.
1: No they, they took their time to come to the market.
0: Yeah, but a I'm, I'm, of these I'm just saying, they're, they're not using any of these liquid cooling and all of that. Right. They're not using any of that.
1: Right, right, right. So,
0: I'm saying that this problem can probably be addressed with design and engineering and not necessarily throwing more money at it. Right. Mm-hmm. That is that is the point I'm trying to make. Mm-hmm. But nevertheless, uh, I think in the last month, we
1: have seen... So many different incidents, right?
0: An Ola mm-hmm. catching fire. That has been reported.
1: A truckload of scooters... EV scooters catching fire, and the worst one happened a couple of days back when an elderly person, yes, elderly, I think almost eighty-year-old
0: guy passed away, and I think three other people were injured mm-hmm. when a pure EV, pure EV, pure EV electric scooter battery exploded. And I think this this goes on to highlight what we have been trying to reinforce for Absolutely. so many episodes.
1: Absolutely, it it needs time to be perfected. Yes. Like products that have always been rushed to the market, even if it is a software. Yes. Even if it is an app, obviously it is not, in most of the cases, it's not, you know, uh, what do you say? Uh, lethal. Exactly my point. So like we are a software company. You remember we talk, I'm talking to the audience here. Right. Like we have been talking about Tesla so much just because of this. Yes. We, we feel their self-driving feature is in somehow it somehow it's not perfected as of yet and it has been exactly. pushed onto the customers right and i mean
0: it's fine if if you're if you're using a beta version of tinder it's fine you'll just probably <laughs> get horrible matches yeah, yeah, yeah. it's not going to cost you your life but with cars with scooters with motorcycles playing, there are real the life nice customers
1: take. yeah absolutely exactly like rushing I mean, a product and we have been criticizing ola so much And there are reasons for it. We don't hate Ola as such. Yeah. I mean, we are, he are rooting would, for he it.
0: We would love... I, I mean, again, again, I tried to place a deposit <laughs> for it twice. Every time we bring this
1: up, you I mean, I, I, And it, again, it
0: makes sense, yes. Again, again, I, I mean, I cannot put a better validation that I actually tried we to buy one.
1: do not hate bhavesh huh. Agarwal. I, I, I wanted Ola. to
0: put my money where my mouth is. I wanted to buy electric scooter. But point is, I, I could not. And I'm glad I could not.
1: <laughs> we are rooting for Ola to do well. But the only problem is we feel... A product when it reaches the market, it should cross, it should pass certain standards yeah. of safety. Right, it should be, it should be complete. It should
0: thoroughly tested should for be the com- conditions. It should be a
1: complete product, yeah. not I mean, a, not a untested, unfinished product. out there, you know, playing with the lives of people.
0: Even coming from mainstream brands and like conventional motorcycles and scooters, we have seen issues, we have seen recalls, which means despite putting in five years building a product, there are things that they see afterwards. Yes. There are things that come to light afterwards that have to be addressed. How do you expect a machinery like that to... I mean, literally, Ola arrived on the scene in summers, (laughs) rolled out a product in winters. They didn't even see a second summer with the product. They literally didn't. And they launched the product. People people are actually riding them around. One was flaming around. Pure electric EV uh, exploded. They've issued a recall for all the scooters they've sold. Okinawa has been selling for a while but the thing is because of ola because of all yeah, the activity yeah. in the space there is more attention to it yes um and they Most also have to
1: has, you know somehow spurred the whole so they also had already. to issue
0: a recall for their praise scooter or something anyway i don't remember I never had too much respect yeah. for them because they're uh, again pretty sketchy <laughs> hmm. Uh but again the point is
1: and it's not doing by, it,
0: any good to the
1: whole space.
0: It is It, it is, is actually very detrimental. I don't have the numbers to back this, but I'm sure like potential Aether buyers are, we, we know, like we, we know for a fact that Aether has done a good job so far. They've been in the market for yeah. a while. They, they put a lot of effort in R&D. Absolutely. And I'm, I'm, I'm guessing that with all the news around this space, even their potential buyers are a bit wary. In fact, uh, I, I will be. If yeah. I was a potential buyer, I would be. Right? I I was like, actually I was thinking that like, w- will I be able to buy a EV immediately? Mm. I, I would not be because I'll I'll be scared of this. In fact, uh, I I shared the screenshot with you a couple of days ago. An acquaintance of mine who runs um, uh, this one of these EV charging network companies. Okay. Uh, he was posting on LinkedIn about why all of this is happening and how. Like, they are out of the equation. They don't have to blame. They, they have their checks and measures in place. And these guys, I know right. for a fact, these guys put a lot of time into building their charging network and all. True, true, they, true, They are following global standards. Right. But the point is, even this guy who is basically putting on, a, installing uh, chargers and creating a better charging network in the country. Right. Felt the need to explain what the hell is going on. Right. And that tells you something because that that guy felt threatened. Threatened because they're not a big company; they're still a startup. They are two three years old. But it affects them. them. This whole problem affects affects them badly, right? Right?
1: Absolutely. I think the tech industry is to be blamed here. They brought this whole uh, like take the investor money
0: and basically throw the money at it and do it in half the time.
1: Yeah, half the time, quarter the time. I mean, my brother works in this industry. I know how bad it is. They give. Unrealistic timelines, and somehow the engineers and everybody else uh, involved in the project are uh, somehow forced to bring a product out which is unfinished. In ridiculous timeline, but that is the thing with software, it is, it is fine. With it is, software it is fine. But even with products, right? Like I have seen uh, like literal smartphones, smartwatches, things like that, laptops which have been launched, and there are massive problems with it. Right,
0: right, yes. Right. But
1: in the case of cars and motorcycles, mobility things, right? Yeah. It is. I mean, is there, is no beta the lights, right? there is no better version. There is no better
0: version for life. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. So, yeah. I, I think, mean,
1: but uh, do you think uh, the government, this whole incidents like the string of incidents that have happened will actually force the government to come up with guidelines, somehow some policies which will... So,
0: Yes. Uh, I, so the, that is the thing. Because of the disasters, it 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 forces the regulators to intervene, yeah. and more often than not, the the regulations then that come out are uh, prohibitive. Right. Uh, but at least that has not happened so far. We've not heard announcements of it so far. Hmm. Uh, but uh, so. And disconnected from it, there is a there is a new draft regulation for the EV battery swapping policy. Only for the swapping. Yeah, like but but my point is, even if you read that draft, it mentions it directs BIS, which is the Bureau of Indian Standards, hmm. uh, which gives the this ISI rating and all. Right. Uh, they it has directed them to define standards for the battery swapping, the the quality standards for the batteries that will be swapped in two wheelers and three wheelers. Right. So I'm just saying that this. It's a, it's, a step it's in the good right direction. and bad as well, right? You're I thinking, mean, I mean, for now, at least, from what we are seeing in the draft, it is all good. Honestly, there is right. nothing bad to be found there right. because they're basically asking BIS to define the basic standards, which True. is good, which is needed, which is good, which is very much needed. Right, yes, right, right. and the other part is obviously they're they're uh, considering incentives for uh, electric scooters, lower taxation, and all of that, which right. again is a step in the right direction with swappable batteries. Right, just but about- but this is the draft. Yeah. This is the draft. And this is just for battery swapping infrastructure. Yes. Yes. Uh, but point is, if we see any more of these incidents, and summers are just getting started.
1: Yes. It, I,
0: it will actually hit, it will actually damage the industry in the long run.
1: Absolutely. I mean, there is there is no doubt about it. Hmm
0: because we've seen like when when uber and ola uh, were were sort of starting to cross the line there were stupid regulations came in yeah, which yeah, yeah. and i distinctly remember uber and ola were shut off in uh, in delhi for almost like 20 21 days yes yes and then we had to all switch to metro or like the overpriced autos
1: right <laughs> but anyway we 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 do not want the the whole uh, research and development to yes. you know stall in this yes, in this the, space. the progress of the it is only we, getting better now, and yes, somehow this interesting
0: development happening. the the folks at uh, the the folks you met uh, what what are they named? Project SR. Project SR. Project yeah. SR. They are doing good work. Ultraviolet. They are doing brilliant work. Let's yeah. see when their product comes out. The Talk Motors. They they have a product coming out. Uh, Forge Motors. Again, this is a lot
1: of, there are, there are a lot of companies. Lot of, and and we we are actually even through the podcast we are trying to support them
0: yes absolutely but again the the risk with reckless innovation is is crazy is
1: timelines i i just i just yeah. feel that crazy timelines is <laughs> what's reckless <Yes. laughs> yeah it is it is pretty bad yeah
0: so that's that I, I i think i we also plan to discuss the the draft battery swapping regulations but uh, anyway, we've we, touched, we upon, the, we've it touched it, upon the we've touched yeah, upon the whatever the meat of it is. A lot more told but right, anyway. Yeah. So, it. anything
1: else that has happened? Do you remember anything else? A lot has F1, happened but is
0: <laughs> No, I'm, I'm I'm not I'm not talking about, talk about F1
1: this this weekend.
0: <laughs> no, I'll I'll talk about yeah, F1 is, after is, the race in Imola is, is
1: is it that Ferrari is somehow leading the championship and you're I'm not I'm sure I'm sure by the
0: middle of the season we'll find out that Ferrari has got some hack or some cheat up their sleeve. And then by the second half after the summer break they'll they'll absolutely cake their pants.
1: Leclerc is leading the top. No, I I
0: again I absolutely support Leclerc. I don't support Ferrari.
1: That's why a, why why so why why so biased about Fa- the company?
0: Ferrari has gained a lot of advantage, a lot of benefit of doubt when they did when they deserved none.
1: It was a long time back, right?
0: No, for years, I'm saying. For years. Anyway. Anyway, anyway, anyway. anyway. Let,
1: let's... It is, the way I see it is, it's only opening up the competition. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, Haas is shining. I'm, I'm glad <laughs> about that. Haas. You know, I, 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 every time I open my Instagram, I somehow stumble upon that reel where I see Haas is actually overtaking a Mercedes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. yes. So, Who could have thought, right? Yeah. Imagine so, you being in a coma. Uh, uh, waking
0: up and seeing that Haas is actually <laughs> like somewhere in the constructor position amazing right so yeah I'm, I'm glad for all of that but uh, but I, I think let's bring the episode to a close because we've been talking for like 90 minutes now almost 90 passing 90 minutes now I'm, I'm <laughs> yeah, and our food is arriving huh? and our food is arriving <laughs> yes so let's bring this to a close thank you very much for listening again like, like we mention all the time uh You can share your feedback on the mail ID mentioned here. Akshay at the rate octane101.com or you can tweet to us or you can just uh, curse cyan on Instagram. Yeah. And that's pretty much it. Thank you very much for listening. We'll see you again. Not see you. No, we'll...
1: We'll be Put out another episode. will be out very with very the very another soon. episode very soon. Hopefully, uh, at this time, hopefully with... Uh, now, please, stop calling. Uh, interesting. Uh, I'm going to say that. <laughs> with an interesting <laughs> guest. Our, our guest is traveling right now. And yeah, yeah. before Otherwise, that,
0: when the guest was available, you were not available. Yeah, yeah. So it has been... I think horrible yeah. timing, timing for her, all horrible. of us collectively. Yes. <laughs> uh, but yeah, thank you very much for listening. Bye-bye. Bye.